0: Good morning to everyone, except the people who don't think that Xander Bogarts and Tim Anderson are the two best shortstops in the American League. Daily Dingers returns today, looking to get back on track after having a rough day yesterday. I might have to do a little rally cap or something. We'll see how that goes. Jack, serious question though, before we begin, did you buy a Tim Anderson
1: jersey yesterday? I did not have time to buy a Tim Anderson jersey yesterday, but I am going to go after work today, one hundred percent.
0: Are you going to tag Tim Anderson
1: when you buy it? I'm gonna have to, right? Yeah, I think I, you, like I, I got to.
0: I think you are. That that's, that's your guy. Boy. That, that is that, my
1: guy. he's probably my favorite player that's not on the Giants.
0: I mean, he's he's actually like a great. He's great to watch, and he's, he's also
1: fun, dude. Like he's
0: such a fun guy, and he's a fun social media follow too.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I love that dude. He's like, I am a Cubs fan, but like, he's kind of like making me a little bit want to like the Sox a little bit. You know, like he's he's just fun as hell.
0: Yeah, he's great. If LaRusso wasn't the manager, I would sway towards the Sox, but is – yeah, he's he sucks. Brutal, brutal. But also, a little discussion before. I know somebody on Twitter, Xander Bogarts might have uh, something to say about the best shortstop in the AL.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that actually on Twitter yesterday after we posted about Tim Anderson, like, after his home run. We said something on the game day about how, you know, he's the best shortstop in baseball, and then someone goes, Tim Anderson's got – or Xander Bogarts got something to say about that, and it was, like, side-by-side, and I was like, all right, Xander Bogarts might be number one probably, but, like, hey, you can still – like, you can't definitively say that he's better, I feel like, still.
0: I don't think so. I think the thing with – I think the thing with that is that he has better numbers right now, but, like, we'll see at the end of the season. I mean, it's, Bogart's also just, like, I feel like over the last couple of years, he just really started hitting for power. He was never really a power. He always hit, like, around 300, but he never was – he wasn't, like, mashing home runs. I feel like now he's starting to really, like, hit for power.
1: Yeah. No, he's been really fun to watch the last couple of years for sure. Because he, I mean, he has the ability to be able to hit 300, hit 30 bombs, and then steal, like, 20 bags. He's crazy.
0: Yeah, he's he's really good. So we'll, I mean, we're gonna keep this debate going all season long. I think on the Bogarts Anderson, but you really can't. You really those two to me are in a league of their own. I don't think think there's
1: anyone close.
0: No, not in the AL at least, and in the NL, it's it's sketchy. You got Tatis
1: and Seager and Story, but
0: well, but those are the guys you hear about. Like Tatis, obviously, is insane, but Seager's good, but he's kind of. He's very. He's been inconsistent. I feel like, and yeah, then I agree. even you know, in story. Season. Yeah, that's true. And I think story. There's a little some rumor mill going around that Trevor Story might get traded to the Yanks.
1: So I guess we'll. Oh, uh God, if that dude, I'd I'd be so pissed if that happened. Why? Why would you be pissed? Because he's out of your
0: division. He's out of your division. You're a Giants. Oh, I don't man. care. It's
1: just the Yankees get freaking everybody they want.
0: Yeah, it's I have killer. I have this theory. The Yankees somehow end up getting these guys for like absolutely nothing, it seems which is they get like great players for nothing. So I have a theory that Brian Cashman has naked pictures of every other GM's wife, and he uses that as leverage to make trades. That's just how I think about it. I don't know. I I could be wrong, but that's just my theory on it. I see no other reason that he gets these guys. I, I have no I have no idea how he gets. Players for nothing—it's insane to me. So that's that's my theory. I just think that that he has a stable of naked pictures of other GM's wives, and that's how he gets these deals done. I don't know. I could be wrong.
1: There's got to be something, right? there's, There's some catch.
0: There's something to it. That's all I'm saying. So we're gonna get off that for a minute, and we're gonna move to our best bets for today. It is Friday. May 14th, we got to get back on a winning track here. Yesterday, we got we've gotten pounded the last two days. So, what's your best bet for today? What are you looking at here?
1: Yeah, this is basically stri- strictly based off just line movement and looking at it. It's it's a real Rockies line today. Uh, right now, they're they were minus 109 when I was looking it, and then it just moved to minus 120. So, based off of that alone, uh, and they're in cores with Herman Marquez pitching, I like that a lot. I think Rockies win, I think they win two in a row.
0: And you're going to actually um, – you're going to fade Wade Miley coming off the no-hitter.
1: I feel like you always have to fade someone coming off a no-no.
0: I agree with that too. And also, like, here's the thing. that I, this, is, this is definitely another spot where that is a trap line because people – I just feel like people think the Reds are definitively better than the Rockies. Yeah, and when they're you
1: look gonna, at it first, you think that.
0: Right. You're going to see, oh, Reds plus money. The Rockies stink. I'm going to pound the Reds. And then – the Rockies are going to win that game. I, yeah. I I agree with that. I think that is a trap line. So I think that's a great play, especially with the line movement. I hope it doesn't get to like the the one thirty, the minus 130s, though, because then you're gonna have to start buying yeah. it up a little bit more. But my best bet today, I am going to do this again. I'm gonna fade to Matt. I'm doing Phillies first five money line. That's a plus one twelve against the Blue Jays tonight. Phillies get to face an old friend. They're very familiar with Steven Matz. Um, Steven Matz started the season 4-0 with the 2-3-1 ERA. And since then, he's 1-2 and 2 with a 9-2-2 ERA, and he's given up dingers like he's helping guys win the home run derby. So some career stats for the Phillies against Steven Matz. Didi is hitting four sixty two and 13 at-bats. Bryce Harper is hitting three forty five and 29 at-bats. Gene Segura is hitting five thirty three and 15 at-bats with two home runs. Reese Hoskins is only hitting 190 against him, but he's got three home runs. And on the other side, Vince Velasquez has just shut me up recently, where he's been pitching well since he's taken over for Matt Moore. He's got good numbers against the Jays. I want nothing to do with the Phillies bullpen in this one. So give me the Phillies first five money line plus 112. Let's get back on the winning track today, baby.
1: Yeah, that was actually, I was, we were talking about this before. That was going to be my underdog pick. Like, I absolutely love the Phillies today. I'm all about that, especially like, you remember when Steve and Matz faced the Mets earlier this year and they absolutely rocked him because – or not the Mets. It was – um The Nats. Other, know, it was it the was Nats. The yeah, sorry. Because I, I I was thinking Matts because he was on the Mets. But no, the, the Nats, when they faced the Blue Jays, they absolutely pounded Mats.
0: I know. He gave up like, like six in like three innings.
1: Yeah. They, they know him so well at this point, and they know him well because he absolutely gives up bombs left and right. I think the Phillies demolished them today. I – I like the fact that you're not taking the Phillies bullpen into account here. Like that is always tricky.
0: Yeah, and the the Jays pen has been better of late too. I was because I obviously I was I was intently watching yesterday's game against the Braves and the Braves blew the the four the over four and a half. They had four runs. They they scored two in the first. They left they left the borough of Brooklyn on on base yesterday.
1: Dude, all they had to do too is just go to extras, and then you're probably going to score one run to hit over four and a half.
0: I mean, you would you would think, right? With you get a free runner on second base,
1: so you would think. Um, yeah, you but think you bunt him over, hit him in. Uh, but yeah, no we one don't does bunt. That
0: We don't bunt. There's no bunting. Bunting See, is foreign.
1: Dude. You don't like Tony Larusa, but he bunts all the time, and that's what I like about him. I know, but he's old school. I,
0: he's he's a little too old school for me. Yeah,
1: that's that's. Fair. I think but he's. He I to play the small ball.
0: I I get that he does like to play the small. Ball. I have. I have some theories about Tony Larusa as well. Actually, it's not really Tony Larusa. I have theories about, not theories. I just think the Baseball Hall of Fame is is full of it when it comes to the the steroid guys. No, they say sorry. they don't they they say they don't want to vote in the steroid guys. Right. Th- this is my this is my gripe with Larusa, and it's it's probably not his fault. It's really the Baseball Hall of Fame's fault. But my gripe is this: they say they don't want to vote in the steroid guys because they cheated the game. You think La Russa and Joe Torre and, and Joe Torre and Tony La Russa are in the Hall of Fame. You think they didn't know what was going on? Do you really think that Tony La Russa didn't know that Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco were
1: taking steroids? Are you kidding me? He 100 knew that was probably a whole thing with the team. He was like, "Yeah, Roy up. I don't care. We're gonna win baseball games."
0: Right. So that guy <laughs> gets into the Hall of Fame. He enabled it, but the, these up, but the players don't. That's, that's a joke. Like, come on, I, that's my grand. With him. The
1: thing, my thing with that is, I don't because I can get on a crazy rant because I grew up. Barry Bonds was like my guy, and I think he's the best baseball player to ever live. But like that era, everyone was taking steroids. Pitchers, hitters, like bullpen catchers, everyone was taking steroids. So right. why in the world? Would you not let in the best players from that era? That's what the Hall of Fame is for, right? You recognize the best players of each era. Why not recognize? I know it's not the greatest look or whatever, but it's still that era. That's what everyone did. Let in the guys that absolutely dominated it.
0: Right. And also Barry Bonds, if he didn't, even if Barry Bonds didn't take steroids, he still would have been he was, a Hall of Famer. He was He's a Hall of Famer. 300,
1: 300, 300 guy on the Pirates. Right. He's – he would.
0: With steroids, he's like immortal. But without steroids, he was still one of the greatest of all time. So I don't, I don't care about, I, I don't care about the steroids. That's I do think
1: thing. he actually, in the next couple of years, will get in. But it's just like I don't
0: know. No, but I just like but. It's so hypocritical. It's like, oh, we're going to take it out on the players, but we're going to let in their coaches and their managers who knew what the hell was going on. Are you kidding me? Like, you're a joke. The Baseball Hall of Fame voting, these the writers are a joke. Like, come see me. I want to get one on here, and I want to just debate them on, on this podcast because this is, like, absurd. Like, the old school guys are absolutely absurd. It's an atrocity. You're going to tell me that, like you said, you're going to forget about an entire era of baseball. Literally you're going to forget about an entire era of baseball but then you're going to say oh like
1: you're like, you know. you're, you're going to tell me Jeff Bagwell who played in the same area is going to get in the Hall of Fame but Barry Bonds will not are you kidding me right
0: you can tell me Craig Craig Biggio is in the Hall of Fame but Barry Bonds isn't
1: like listen on. i that-
0: i'm a i'm an anti Craig Biggio in the Hall of Fame guy like i i i just think his numbers are a product of longevity he only had 281 career average i know he had 3000 hits but like he was never the best player on his
1: team. He was, not, he was of, never a dominant player. There's something I, to be said though for like playing well for that long.
0: Yes, but playing well for a long period of time doesn't make you a Hall of Famer.
1: You have to play great.
0: You have to play great for oh, yeah. a long period I, of time. I, 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 ju- I, I just, I, I just, I'm, I could go on this all day. We should do a, just a baseball Hall of Fame special episode where we could get into all this stuff. And I don't even want to take anything away from a guy like Craig Biggio, whatever. But like. You can't tell me that guy's in the Hall of Fame and Barry Bonds is not. This is just a joke.
1: Oh, 100%. We, joke. We, got, we got way too off track real quick. We
0: we really did. <laughs> we got to get back on track. We got to get back on track like our winning bets need to get back on track here. So th- we're going to pick underdogs now. Um, I don't love mine. I know you really, you really like yours. You're doing this again, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I am. Tigers. Wow.
0: <laughs> Tigers
1: plus, plus 116. Hey, all I'm saying, knock on wood right now. I'm 2-0 on Tigers picks this year. 2-0. Right now, so they're playing the Cubs today, tonight at six ten. I think that's central time. Um, Jake Arrieta is on the mound for the Cubs. Tariq Skubal, who the hell is that for the Tigers? I could not tell you. But you would think that when you have Arrieta against some dude you have no idea against on the Tigers, that the Tigers' money line would be way, way, way higher than plus 116. Like, it should be plus 180 or 70 or something like that. The fact that it's plus 116 lets me know that everyone, all the stupid people in America see minus 124. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. I'm going to bet that. I'm going to hammer Cubs. Boom. Tigers come out somehow win this game. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Okay. I can't disagree with anything that you just said. The only thing that I can disagree with slightly is that you are saying – that the worst team in baseball is going to win five games in a row.
1: Hold on. Twins are the worst team in baseball right now. Okay.
0: You're going to say the second worst team in baseball is going to win five games in a row.
1: Guess so. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. You know, I feel like at this point, the Tigers are just my AL team just because I keep betting on them. That's true. I, I... I've watched way too many Tigers games already this year, honestly. Like or if I'm like betting against them or like with them, I don't know what it is
0: like it's you and like four other people that watch the tigers
1: hey hey hey! i've met one tigers fan in my life so at least I have, you know
0: i've never met a tiger there's two fans i've never met i've never met a tigers fan and i've never met a marlins fan
1: you've met a Rays fan
0: i have met a Rays fan wow that was weird that was weird i didn't know they i didn't even know those those people existed to be I don't honest
1: think i've met a blue jays fan
0: no i've met a, i've been to toronto though
1: That's ah, why. that'll do it though that,
0: they're it. crazy up there man i went oh, there yeah. i went there in the the i stayed at a hotel like across the street from from the stadium those people are crazy
1: oh i, I forgot that they have that hotel that literally backs up into the stadium yeah
0: yeah dude they, have, you,
1: have you seen that one clip of the guy just like railing his girlfriend while the game's going on oh god no dude, it's like it, it's so funny you can just see him like pinning her up against like literally the window that faces the stadium what i look it up after this it's like, all right i'll I'll,
0: I'll i'll look that up that's it that's insane to me
1: yeah like that is a bold talk about a bold move
0: that's confidence man that's what that is i don't
1: got those kind of
0: balls no me neither no me neither speaking <laughs> of speaking of of balls here this is going to be a ballsy underdog pick by me um I'm doing – I don't feel good about it. I'm just going to preface that. Um, I'm doing the D-backs tonight. So the D-backs, I got them at plus 148. Um, I'm also going to do the plus one and a half, which I got at minus 120. So – that line has moved now, though. The line is moving back. So it's opened up at 176. Then it moved to 148, and I jumped on it because I'm like, this is moving D-backs. And the plus 1.5 was plus plus it was plus 104, and then it moved to minus 120. I was like, this is moving D-backs. And now it's moved back the other way where I think it's D-backs plus 168, and the plus 1.5 is plus 100. So here's – look, I know I'm fading Max Scherzer. That's why I don't feel great about it. Yeah. But – At the same time, the Nats are flying across the country. The D-backs have been home all week. I, To me, this just feels like a spot where I'm going against conventional thinking here, where everyone is going to pound Max Scherzer tonight, and the D-backs are going to – I just think the D-backs are going to win this game. Because my thing too, the the Nats stink on the road. They're like 5-9 and on the road this year. The D-backs are actually over 500 at home. Like I said, I don't feel great. I don't have – Great reasoning. My reasoning is I'm going to I'm I'm riding with the books on this one. I think this is gonna continue to move towards the D backs and I I this is my pick tonight. I just think this is I this mean this is it.
1: Dude, that's so gross. That is so gross. <laughs> it's a it's a gross, gross pick. It really is. But like I will say if I keep seeing like throughout the day the line move, moving get into like around the plus one fifty range, the D should not be plus one fifty against Max Scherzer, and I'm going to take that. Yeah, no, I agree with that, and like,
0: the, I just don't. I that's the thing. I just feel like, I feel like it's getting to be a little bit. It's a little trappy to me.
1: It's, I, it's getting to it. If we can get to that plus one fifty-ish range, or plus in the even plus one forties, that's where it gets really trappy, right? Because that means that the the Nationals are gonna be like minus one forty or fifty, and everyone's gonna hop on that. I agree.
0: I so I look. I'm I'm. This is I'm just taking this from you know what the last this whole week I've been looking at it from like a stats angle and I'm not looking at it in a stats angle I need to change something up I got to look at it from a gambling angle and a line angle and I'm I'm just gonna forget that Scherzer's pitching which is probably not a great idea but I'm taking the D-backs that's it and I'm doing the plus one and a half with it to just protect myself a little bit in case they end up losing the game by a run
1: not bad I'll take it so
0: that's what I'm gonna do here and now that brings us to our daily dinger I have a, I have a juicy one. I'm going to stay in that game, but I want, to, I want to hear yours. What are we doing here?
1: Yeah, this is honestly about as confident as I've felt in one probably this entire year. I know, all right, it's Mitch Moreland plus two, 240 against Matt Shoemaker and the Twins. Ooh. I get Moreland's not having an amazing year or anything for the A's so far, but his stats against Shoemaker are actually, like, absurd. He's 7 for 14 with five home runs and two doubles. That's, that is absolutely insane. His average exit velocity against him is 101 miles an hour.
0: So he owns him. That's ownership.
1: Whatever. If there's more than ownership, like I don't know what that would be, but like he's got that because that is insane.
0: That's those are in, those are sick numbers.
1: Like the, Have you seen numbers like that against anyone this year? Like I think there was maybe one or two guys. Trout
0: against Trout against Ross Stripling. That was it, and he homered. So there yeah, we he go. Homered. Yeah. So, all right. And that's going to probably be pretty juicy, too. Plus 240. I'll take that. Oh, that's good. That's a good number right there.
1: Especially for Mitch Moreland, too, you'd think it would be, like, plus four or five. Because he's been terrible this year, honestly. Um, I'm pretty sure, at least. But, yeah, like, it's – I just feel like that's one of those things you see it. You see the numbers. You can't not take it. Yeah, Mitch Moreland's in 233 this year with four homers. He's nothing special. But I'm going to take him all day today. Let's go.
0: All right, I like that pick. I am going against conventional wisdom on my pick. Um, I'm taking a guy who's not a home run hitter. It sounds crazy. I'm doing David Peralta against Max Scherzer. So David Peralta hasn't homered in 14 games. He's not a home run hitter. But in his career, he is 5 for 14 against Scherzer with two home runs. The odds aren't out yet because this is a later game. I'm going to expect this in the plus 500 range-ish. I like it. Listen, a little sprinkle will go a long way here. These in a like Arizona is a hitter's ballpark. He catches one from Scherzer goes yard. Let's do it, baby.
1: I love it. I love it. I mean, if it's the thing is, it doesn't matter how good a pitcher is. If you see him well, you see him well.
0: Right. And, and like, that's the thing. Like, you get to a point, like I, I've said this before, you get to a point where it would just be easy on here to be like, oh yeah, take Nelson Cruz because he's a home run hitter, or take Mike Trout, or take Otani. This, that, the other thing. You, we got to look for these other spots with great value, and this th- this I, is one of them.
1: I feel like those are the times that we've actually hit these the most, though. Like I remember I picked Brian Anderson a few weeks ago, and he hit one. And like we right. picked Tim Anderson yesterday, he hit one. Like last Friday,
0: like- last Friday I picked DJ LeMayu. He yeah. hit one. He actually hit two. Um, there
1: you go. So, so like, fun. yeah.
0: So when you go against the conventional thinking, it it can work out for you. So now that leaves us. Now we're going into our Nerfy for today. Um, we've been actually yesterday Tim Anderson, yes. blue Well, yesterday but, that
1: was the random Nerfy, so whatever.
0: Yeah, the ra- we tried, we tried. We're not going to do random again. But what are we doing today? We might though? do it again. I don't know. We we'll might. probably do it. We'll probably do it next week. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing tonight?
1: Yeah, we got Dodgers Marlins. I think it's the latest game today. Uh, You got Kershaw against Sandy Alcantara. I absolutely love that matchup. And it's only minus 130 right now from what I'm seeing on points. But so, yeah. That's going to move. That's going to move. Oh, 100%. It'll move. You better grab that now. I was was looking at this yesterday, too. I don't know why I was looking at this yesterday. Um, But the Dodgers and Marlins are both like 18th and 19th in the league in first run scoring. Both of those pitchers are obviously very, very talented. Like I think this one is going to be a breeze. It's not even going to be a sweater.
0: I hope you're right. And I actually, I I, it's on my book on Fanduel. It's at minus one forty five already. So that's going to just keep moving.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get it, get it while it's still like lower.
0: And I'm going to buy it up. I'm going to put the one forty five on it to get the hundred back. So not bad. I mean, that's that's just what you got to do sometimes in these situations. But before we get out of here. Uh, weekend look ahead. There actually are some good pitching matchups this weekend. I know you love something on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I really like, I think, so the Orioles and the Yankees played it this weekend. I think the Orioles lose both Friday and Saturday, but I think Sunday they win because John Means is pitching. I love John Means. I I think you're a big John Means guy as well. I am. He's really fun to watch. I don't know, something about him when he's on the mound, the Orioles just love backing him unless they're playing the Mets. But That's a good point. Yeah, he I don't know. He I I love to watch him though. He's got that changeup he has is absolutely filthy.
0: Like Yeah, he's he's been so good. He is going to he's going to look great for a contender um at the trade deadline
1: probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I I don't know. I don't Pro- even know probably. Going, I don't know what the him. contract looks like. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but I just think he's really good and Baltimore could get Baltimore needs more than that yeah. to build. Let's let's uh trade him for some for some prospects here that's just my opinion probably. i don't know if i don't know if i'm correct but also i'm going to look at oh tonight i am probably going to take tyler glass now over strikeouts whatever that number is they're playing the mets um he that's has hit the strikeout. he has hit the over on strikeouts every single start this year um i just think he's he's a beast and then we got Sunday we got like you said, John Means pitching Sunday. And then we got Walker Bueller and Pablo Lopez, Marlins, Dodgers on Sunday. Sneaky, and sneaky nice and, and we got another sneaky nice matchup. Kyle Gibson against Lance McCullers, Houston, and the Rangers. So I'm gonna look for some for some unders in in those games over the weekend. And like we're just gonna, gonna take it from there.
1: Hey, you know where Kyle Gibson went to school? Missouri. University of Missouri, baby. Him and Matt Where's my mug? it'll come it's been one day give me a break
0: all right tim anderson tim anderson hits another home run prop bet then we're gonna we're we're gonna get that mug
1: oh you'll you'll do okay if uh if max scherzer and kyle gibson win this weekend then i will get you the mug
0: let's go <laughs> that's our side bet baby. let's guys. go oh no i can't have max scherzer win
1: this is a win-win though it's a win-win for you
0: no it's not a win-win it is not a win-win all right, if Kyle Gibson wins, if just Kyle okay, Gibson. Okay, that's wins. that's all right. Just Kyle Gibson. I like that. All right. So don't don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on both Apple and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Friday, May 14th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armado. And remember, if you want to be a man at night, you got to be a man in the morning. We'll see you next week.